Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like us, most of us entrepreneurs, increasing your profitability is always on your mind, and you're probably looking for ways to grow your revenue while growing your company. Well, you found a podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for a future exit. Because building a highly profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I'm happy to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have some exciting news to share. I've just launched a super powerful training called the 30-Day Profit Booster, where I will show you how to get a 45% bump in your net profits in just 30 days. Start by following a simple three-step method that doesn't require you chasing customers. This quick and easy profit-boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Go check it out at 30dayprofitbooster.com for more information. All right, listeners, we've got an international guest for you today, uh, Jono Petrohios. Jono is the co-founder and director of Fitness Education Online, one of the largest online course providers in Australia for personal trainers. He sells over $1 million worth of online courses every year and has been awarded the Australian Financial Industry Educator of the Year multiple times. He has also helped other professionals create and sell online courses with his free Facebook group and podcast, The Course Creator. Jonah, welcome so much to Profit with a Plan podcast. We're excited to have you. Thank you, Marcia. I'm excited myself. It's 9 a.m. over here on Sydney, Australia. So this is the, the first thing on my work task for today. No better way to start my day. Ah, I love it. I love it. Who needs coffee, right? When you have a fantastic accent and you're traveling internationally via the via the web. So I love exactly. it. I love it. And just to confirm, you're the one with the accent, right? That's what you were saying <laughs> there. Of course. <laughs> of course. I love it. You know, I never thought I had an accent, but you know, get a cocktail in me and I have all sorts of accents. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Love it. Okay. So Jonah, why in the world did you get into fitness uh, courses and training? I mean, where did that come from? Yes. Well, um, so I was always kind of pretty fit at, at school or whatever. So that's that was my first job out of school, fitness trainer. Uh, I ran a boot camp, Marcia, a face-to-face boot camp at the time, right? Fitness boot camp. And I got good at it, but eventually I wasn't very uh, – initially, I wasn't very good. I was at this franchise, and there were 75 different locations all across Australia and New Zealand, and you were ranked on how good you were, Marcia, based on your oh. attention. You were the best, you were number one. If you were the worst, you were 75. For only a week, right? Was that <laughs> for, for only the last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, take a guess what I was ranked when oh, I started no. off. Take oh, a guess. Oh, no, you're close to the bottom, right? I was dead last. Oh. I was 75, right? So not great for the confidence. And also, it wasn't like I thought I was the worst in the franchise, it was statistically proven. I know you like statistics, Marcia, <laughs> right? I would log onto the dashboard and there was a pie chart telling me how bad I was. That's oh, how you know you're not good at it, right? Oh, but I man. loved it. I really liked it and I wanted to get better. So I dedicated myself to getting better. That was the one good thing about being last. 
it was clear as day. Okay, I'm not good at what I do. I need to get better. So I upskilled. I read a heap of books. I went to a heap of courses, um, YouTube videos, mentors, blogs, attended other trainers' classes. And long story short, it was like a conference we'd go to every year where they, you know, say, hey, congratulations, you're number 75 or whatever. Uh, <laughs> went back to that same conference, same conference 12 months later. Now take a guess what I was ranked. Oh, were you up close to the top? Number one, right? Number one. So when- Number one, exactly. So we went from 75 to one, went from 20 clients to 100 clients. And my retention rate went from 20, 20%, right? So of the 20 clients I had, only 20% would come back to 100% of the 100 clients that I had. It was a 12-week challenge. 100% of them would come back, right? Next year, similar kind of results, opened up another location, um, grew both clientele, was ranked number one again. And it was kind of that point there where a few things happened. I was always upskilling and going to different courses, and I'd always take something out of the courses. But it got to a point where I was like, hold on, I think I can put something together that's better or at least different than anything else is out there. Because these were mainly face-to-face conference workshops and courses I was going to at the time, because this is back in 2014. and I'd go and, you know, people would ask questions and, and I'd be able to answer the questions better than what the, the the instructor could. So I was like, okay, I've got the confidence, I've got the skill set, but I also had a point of difference where most of the courses I were going to were for, they were for personal trainers, but they were more based for personal trainers in a gym because that's where most personal trainers work, right? <clears throat> You're in a gym um, and I was running an outdoor boot camp. It might sound similar if you're not in the fitness industry, but they're worlds apart. Like, let me just give a, a simple example. Let's say you're, um, you, you, you know what kettlebells are, Marcia? Yes. Yep. Use one this morning. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. So let's say, for example, you're a personal trainer in the gym and you're training someone with kettlebells. Well, you've got the whole gym to use. You've got a hundred different kettlebells. You've got all these different weights and it's just you one-on-one with the client. It's very easy for you to do specific exercises and get appropriate weight. If I'm doing an outdoor boot camp and I've got 20 people in the one session in the park with four kettlebells, it's different. So I would go to these workshops and I would, they were still great, don't get me wrong, but in my head, I'd be, okay, well, that's not going to work for me. That one will work. This one can work if I edit it. And it would be a bit of work tailoring it for what I do. But I was like, hold on, I can put together a course specifically for bootcamp people so they can skip that step. They don't need to go to the this course here and learn how to do it there and then try and put it in their own mind. I can do that there. So that's what I wanted to do, put a course together. And I was tossing up at the time between online versus face-to-face. And it was actually a pretty easy choice because I was like, I'm already working my butt off anyway, you know, personal training Monday to Saturday. The only day I have free is Sundays. I don't really want to give up my Sundays running this workshop. And then if I'm doing it face-to-face and I've got to find a venue, I've got to pay for the venue, I've got to market it. And then what if no one comes? I've wasted all that time and effort. <laughs> You know, or, or even worse, what if one person comes? If no one uh, comes, at least I can go home and sleep. One person comes, right. I got to run the workshop, you know? Yeah. Oh, so my goodness. Face to face is out of it. Online is the ticket because I can mm. put together this course. And if one person buys it, great. Here, here it is. Go and do it at your own pace. If no one buys it, don't really care. There's no work involved, you know? That was my motivation. That was the, the motivation side of it. Then I was like, all right, how do I put this course together? Because keep in mind, I was a fitness guy. 
I wasn't a tech guy. I wasn't an online guy. So that's good news for the listeners. If Because do you, do you, have, you have face-to-face people listening as well, right? Exactly. We've got full breadth of people from, you know, um, brick and mortars to online yep. to, you know, offline, all sorts of all sorts of programs. And, and this is why it's so important. And I can just, you know, sit here and listen to your voice forever. And your stories are fantastic. But these are courses. These are things that you can do and then flip a switch on and then go on to the next. That's the ticket, right? And this is so, for, and, and the reason I, I share that is like for the brick and mortar people, I was you, I was a brick and mortar guy. I was taking cash in hand. I didn't even have a payment system, right? So, but but from that, from the online, and I'll share some tips with the online course, how to create and, and sell and whatnot. But I just want everyone to know I wasn't an online guy, right? Okay. So when it came to putting together this online course, I had no idea what I was doing. And I think I got a quote for a website. They were like, yeah, it's $10,000. We can build you a website and have an online course on there. And I was like, I don't have $10,000 <laughs> and I don't want to risk it on something that I haven't even you know, proven yet. So I was like, all right, let me see if there's a way I can do it on my own. And I was scrolling through Facebook and an ad came up uh, to purchase an ebook. And I was like, what's an ebook? Let me buy it and, and find out. Uh, I didn't know at the time. So I bought, bought this ebook. Can't remember what it was, but I remember I liked it. But then I was scrolling through and I was like, hold on. This is just a Microsoft Word document saved as a PDF. Now, I'm a technological dunce, but I know how to open Microsoft Word and press save as as a PDF. So I was like, boom, that's my online course. Opened up a Microsoft Word document, uh, wrote down everything, every single thing a personal trainer needs to run a successful bootcamp, pressed save as PDF, boom, there's my online course. But there was a problem. It looked just like a Microsoft Word document. Oh, <laughs> it's <geez>. like... <laughs> just sell a Microsoft Word document for because I, I wanted to sell it for five hundred dollars, right? Huh? I was like, I need to make it need to make it look nicer. Sure. So I took the night off work and tried to edit it. Uh, because I'm not a tech guy, me trying to edit it, I actually made it look worse. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, Marcia. Do you use Microsoft Word much? I do. I do. Okay, I'm a, I'm pathetic at it. I try and put an image in, and I don't know what the wrapping means, and then it. Puts the, puts the image over. Yeah, and then there's indents and page breaks, and I made it look worse. So I was oh, like, "All right, man. I need, I need to, you know." I went on Google to try and get some help to try and figure fix up my mistakes, and then I stumbled across the website Fiber, where it's changed a bit now. But in those days, mm-hmm. you could get anything you want done for five dollars. So I was uh-huh. like, "Okay." And there were some people, people that would edit my thing for five dollars, so I, I paid someone to do that. But I also got distracted because there were all these other gigs on there. There was this one gig where this this guy said he'd slap himself in the face for five dollars. This can't be real. And I'm oh like, my goodness! Is, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. So I I bought it just to kind of like, what is this? Is this real? So I bought it, and he sent me a video. Sent me sent me the, a video within like five minutes of him slapping himself in the face, Marcia, and he didn't hold back. It was a big slap. I was, I, I was like, oh, he earned his money. Uh, but then I got thinking, and I was like, hold on, this guy didn't um, personalize it. This guy didn't say, hey, Jono, this is a slap for you. He sent me an <laughs> unlisted YouTube video, and I went. So back he only and had slapped himself one time. <laughs> Guess how many views the video had? No way. One hundred thousand views. <gasps> right. This guy slapped himself in the face once 
sold it a hundred thousand times. He made a half a million dollars from slapping himself in the face once. Get out right? of and here. I know. Well, there's a couple of things. And I know obviously Fiverr takes a cut, but even, even if you made half of that, <laughs> even if you make you know, 250,000, and there were a few things that I learned from that. Number one, it was motivating because this guy, he had like no personality, no charisma, no sense of humor, could barely speak English. And he made half a million dollars slapping himself in the face once. What's my excuse? It was motivating, oh my right? Um, this, oh, my goodness. First of I all, know, hang right? on a sec. I'm still, I still can't get past the fact that, A, you spent the $5 to see this guy slap his face. And so did 100,000 other people. That's insane. I love it. I, there's I, a, there's, I just love it. If anyone's listening to this and being like, oh, I w- I'm not going to, no one will pay for that. I wouldn't pay for that doesn't really matter what you would pay for. It's what other people would pay for, in my opinion, with the market, right? But I'll, <laughs> I'll go further. It motivated even me more for the online course, Marcia, because it showed me the power of doing the work once and never again. I'm like, this guy, this guy, five minutes slapping himself and just anytime someone pays him, here you go, here's an email. Here you go, here's an email. I'm like, that's what I need, but with an online course, right? Oh my so God. there was that. And then also it taught me the power of unlisted YouTube videos. Because my course was just an ebook at this stage, right? And I was I was teaching fitness. You can, I needed videos, but I didn't know how to do it. But now I was like, oh, let me just take my phone out, do a video on on my phone, demonstrate. He's he's when you're running a circuit. He's where you stand. He's how you set the group up. Yada yada yada. Let me get those unlisted YouTube videos and then insert them into this Microsoft Word document. So now it's now it looks nice because I paid someone on Fiverr. The content's really good. It's written. It's got video as well. Now I'm comfortable to sell this thing for $500. Now I can go um, deeper on that, but I just want to kind of that the, the the message I want to share here is that was the start point. It was $10 of startup, right? But what an $5. education. Uh, what an education, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. talk about you don't have to pay all that thousands of dollars to learn from some, you know, professional on how to create a course. Microsoft yeah. Office, Fiverr, and YouTube. Fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. $10 startup. $5 paying the guy on Fiverr to edit it and $5 distraction <laughs> tax on paying the person to, to slap himself. Sold that course for, for $500. No, I'll, I'll actually share a couple of stories here because I think um, it's important. A couple of listeners, because I, I like when I sold the first couple, I actually felt bad because I was like, oh man, like I've literally sold a Microsoft Word document. There were two, two reasons I felt bad. Guilt. Number one, I was like, yeah, I was like, is someone going to be like, buddy, I paid you $500 and you sent me a Microsoft Word document. Give me a refund and I'm reporting you to the authorities or something, you know? And then number two, I wasn't, I was confident in my skill set because I was ranked number one in the the franchise, but I didn't know how good I was kind of Australia wide. I was like, oh, because everyone I, I knew, I knew I was better than my network of people. But that's, you know, that's 75 trainers out of the 20,000 in Australia. What are they doing in Western Australia? What are they doing in other franchises? Are they going to be like, Johnny, this was all basic. Everything you put in here, I already knew. Um, mm. But I had a feedback at the end of the course. And I remember I got the first one and I was so ner- so nervous to open it because I'm like, great, they're going to just complain and want to refund, yada, yada, yada. But opened it up and the feedback was great. You know, Johnny, this course was so good. I learned all this stuff. I didn't know. It was so good doing it online. You know, usually I have to go and do a two-day workshop, but here I could do it in the comfort of my own home at my own pace while my kids were asleep. You know, so good. If you do more of these, let me know. 
And I was just like, whew, it was just like a relief, right? Right. Um, but then I got the second feedback and it was similar, third feedback, similar. And that gave me the confidence. I'm like, right, now I'm onto something. I've got a product that's selling without me doing too much. And we can speak about that later if you want as well. But like was selling without me doing too much. Um, the feedback was really good. And the profit was 100%, right? To be fair, it was me and a business partner as well. So it was the both of us that were working on it. But either way, say as a business, everything we sold was 100%. There was no like, and not even time. Not only were there no expenses, it's not like we got that 500 and had to spend something to sell out. It was it was an email. I didn't know automation at that stage, so I had to manually send the email, but it was literally an email, right? Um, wow. And then secondly, not even time, right? It's not like, okay, great, they paid $500. Now we need to create something, right? Or now we need to coach the person. It was $500, no time. Great, let's do another one, another 500. Let's do another one, another 500. Right. Um, and the smart move we made from there was because we were still me, my business partner was a teacher, I was a personal trainer, both pretty successful at what we're doing anyway. This was started off as a side thing. We didn't really need that money we were doing. It was just kind of like bonus money. So we were mm -hmm. able to invest that back into marketing and then grow the business even more. And then invest that into marketing and then grow the business even more and then invest that and even more. And we can go deeper if you want, but that's essentially the moral of the story because the profit margin was so big, we could invest that into marketing, which just made it bigger and it just flowed on from there. And that's now we're at a, from, from a $10 startup to a million dollar a year business just with that basic strategy. That's incredible. That is so incredible. I have to say, Jonah, you have opened my eyes to the possibilities because, you know, we think, oh, I've got to have a logo. I've got to have a website. I've got to have, you know, content and I've got to have videos recorded me teaching the content. And I've got to, I've got to have all these perfect little ducks in a row before I hit launch. And then I sit there and go, please, somebody mm -hmm. buy this because I've invested you know, yeah. uh, up, upwards to a year or, or this extended yeah. period of time to create this. And I don't have to. Exactly. Well, I, I'd love to give some tangible tips, Marcia. I know we're coming yes. close to the, the time. Limit. No, this I is fantastic. Some, yeah, some tangible tips on what I would do, like what I recommend course creators do from here. And you hit most of the things on the head there. The average time is about 12 months from where someone says, <laughs> right, I'm going to do a course. Let me do some research, right? takes about 12 months until they complete it. Most people I speak to barely sell zero if or a handful of courses because they'll come to me, John, oh, I spent 12 months creating this course and I haven't sold any or I've sold one or two, right? right. So that's the, that's the biggest mistake. If you're listening to this and you want to create an online, hopefully I motivated you to want to create an online course. Completely. Um, but if you... But if you want to, here's my suggestion here, and I'll give a few different um, scenarios, right? The most important thing to do is don't create the online course, right? These are the steps you do beforehand. I'll share. It's kind of different if you already have a following or an audience or if you don't. I'll share what to do if you already have a following because that's a little bit easier. And then we'll, you know, then I'll give some tips for the people that may not have a following as well. So if you already have a following, it's super easy. You don't want to create the online course. All you want to do is just create the sales page, right? And it's like, and also I'll go back a step as well. You're not going to create a five module course. You're going to create a five week course, 
where oh. you drip a module every week for five weeks. You can choose to do it live if you want, you know, attend live and, and do it live, or you can pre-record it on the weekend and drop it on Monday, whatever, right? But that's key. It's not a five-module course. It's a five-week course because that way you create zero content, right? The advantage of that, you create this sales page. You spend a couple of weeks launching it to your audience. Hey, I got this course. It starts on Monday. I got this course. It starts next week. It starts in a couple of weeks, whatever it is. One of two things is going to happen. Either A, people are going to purchase it. If they do, happy days because you've now, A, you've got money, which is good. But more importantly, you've validated the course. You're like, right, all I need to do is send a couple of emails and make a couple of Facebook posts and people are going to give me money. There's money in this, right? So cool. Mm -hmm. Now I know that it's paid. Now I'm going to teach it live week by week by week. When I say live, I mean like drip one module at a time, right? Sure. At the end of that, you've got your course. You obviously record them all. You've now got your five-module course. Now, that's usually pretty rough because the first time you go through that, you're like, oh, I should have done this different, should have done this different, should have done this different. So you can obviously go back and edit it, but at least you've got a base. You've got something that you know is good enough to, to sell, right? Wow. Now, that's, that's good, but the better part is actually the other way because what can happen is you do that and you make zero sales, right? Now, I get it. It's upsetting, right? But another way to look at it it's thank God you didn't spend 12 months creating this thing, spending all this money, all this time, all this effort and have zero. I get it. You didn't make any sales. It's disappointing. But thank God it wasn't the other way, right? And you can just right. tweak and go again. It doesn't mean you're never going to create this course. Maybe it's a slightly different tweak on it. You know, like let's use my industry, the fitness industry. I've got 40 different courses now because I just tried different. Okay, does this one sell? Does this one sell? Does this one sell, right? And I would just, the often the times the things that I thought would sell just didn't sell. And then I did these things that I, that I didn't think would sell. I'm like, ah, I'll put a post up. If people are interested, I'll put it together. And it would sell, right? So that's that's the biggest tip I can give there. Don't create it, Right put it out to create the sales page and then just put it out. If people buy it, happy days. If they don't tweak, try again next month. I'll That's even go to. Fantastic. Hang on a second, because you just <laughs> dropped a huge nugget, right? Instead of spending the year figuring it all out, sweating the labor, you know, you're like, okay, let me test this and see if it's a viable product. Then the other piece that you so quickly went over is the fact that you got a week to do each little module. Yeah. So there's plenty of time. Yeah. To build it out. You get feedback and, oh, I thought I'd go this way and they took me this way. So you've got a lot of flexibility on it for what your audience is asking for. Brilliant. 100%. 100%. And I'll go back. There's actually a step before that that I recommend people do as well is even just, I'm a Facebook guy. I even just test it with a Facebook post in a couple different ways. I either just make a post. Hey, people, I'm thinking of creating a course on this topic here. Is this something you'd potentially be interested in? All right. Or I might do a podcast on the topic. Hey, people, just released a podcast on this topic here. Comment below if you want the link. Now, sometimes I get zero comments. Sometimes I get 100 comments. All right. If I get zero comments, it's probably not even me worth creating that sales page. Right. If I get 100 comments, okay, I'm on to something and I can even dive a bit deeper there. Oh, great. You're, you're, you're interested in that, Marcia. Hey, what would you want to see covered in that course? Right. And I'll ask everyone that does, I'll ask that. And there's my module ideas. When I put on the sales page, hey, you want course on insert topic that 100 people have already told me they want more info on? And hey, the units covered are the things that you told me that you wanted in there. It's it, it's so, it's yeah. So that's 
that's my recommendation there. I'd love also just to give a few quick tips for the people that don't have an audience. If you have an audience, okay. like it's so easy. It's literally Facebook post, sales page. If you make sales, create it. If you don't, tweak again, right? Um, the it. issue, if you don't have an audience, then yeah. <laughs> it's it's an interesting one. The short answer, the listeners probably won't like the short answer, the short answer is, well, you kind of got to build a following. That's kind of mm. like anything in, in the online game. The bigger your following is, um, the more revenue or the more sales you're you're going to make. So I recommend starting that ASAP. Uh, in saying that, that is going to take time, like anything in life. My background is fitness. And let's say if someone comes to me who hasn't exercised in five years and he's 50 pounds overweight, says, hey, I want to lose weight. No dramas. It's probably going to take you a year to get to your, your goal wait there. You got to start now and you got to do it, but it's not going to happen overnight. That's kind of life. Same thing mm-hmm. if you're growing a following. Yes, start now, but don't expect that you're going to start now and you know make sales next week or, or even next month, right? It's going to take a few months, but there's things you can do in between uh, be- while you're doing that to gain feedback and also to sell courses as well. And I'll just rattle off a, a quick ones here, a few quick ones here. The Please. easiest is to, to message your warm audience. You've probably already got some people you know that are potential that would potentially buy your course. Just send them a message and, and have a conversation. I like Zoom. I like jumping on Zoom with a person and just like, hey, you might say, oh, look, just really quick, I'm thinking of putting this course together. Is this something you'd potentially be interested in if I launched it? Great. Awesome. What would you want to see in there? Great. How long would it have to be? Great. What sort of price would you pay? Awesome. Great feedback. Hey, I'll let you know when it launches. <laughs> Give me your email. Yada, 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 yada. Right? You can go through that. Uh, there may be some people that are like, that's great, Jono, but I only know two people that would potentially buy this course. That's great. You can also do cold outreach as well. LinkedIn is a good platform for that, right? Go and find your ideal person on LinkedIn, connect with them. Obviously, obviously, it's harder cold messaging, right? Warm messaging, sure. the person's going to reply and probably get on a Zoom with you. LinkedIn, half the people aren't even going to accept your friend request. Half the people aren't going to reply to your message. Half the people won't jump on the Zoom. Uh, but either way, you're going to find, you're going to be able to do it with a few people at least and at least get the ball rolling and get some feedback there. Um, a few other easy ways as well are affiliates, right? If you've got, if you know other heavy hitters in the space, I could be like, hey, Marcia, what podcast is a good way to connect with people. You know, hey, Marcia, look, you know, I know you've got this audience here. I'm thinking of a, launching a, a course here. You reckon there's something your audience will be interested in? Here's the five-week plan that I'm thinking. You know, is that something you'd want to collaborate with, right? Can get mm-hmm. some feedback that way there as well. Um, they're probably the three best. There's a few others, but I want to be sensitive of, of your time. I'd probably say they're the, the three best strategies I would use if, if I didn't have an audience. That's fantastic because you're giving us both those that have a warm audience or an audience that could buy to even those that you're warming up to you by Mm. asking those basic questions. And just like the original side, you're not building anything yet until you get some valuable feedback from the audience that A, they want it, what they want it, and how much they might be interested in paying for, right? You know, if you come in there and it's like, I spent a year, it's a $5,000 course. And they're like, I wouldn't pay you two bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. And so, that's, that's, so that's that, valid. Well, that's an important one as well. And we'll just quickly touch on that because sure. um, it's often hard if you come from a service-based background, going to the online course side of things because in terms of the pricing. Because in terms of the pricing of an online course, it doesn't really matter what, the, I'm simplifying this, doesn't really matter how much I can charge for that course. What matters is the revenue. So what I mean by that, and my courses are around $500, right? 
I could probably sell them for a thousand, right? But I know I will make more revenue at 500, like simplified version. I know I will make a hundred sales at five of those, of that $500 price point. I'll make a hundred sales hands down. I could charge a thousand. And if you do the math on that, that's $50,000, right? Uh, let's say I charged a thousand for it. I know I'd sell some, but maybe I'd only sell 20, right? Ooh. So that way, that's only 20,000. And it's the same work either way, zero, right? I sent an email. There's no work to be done. It's different in the service. Like, let's use the fitness again. If I'm a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer, I need to charge as much as I possibly can per hour because I, right. I don't have the scale in there. But with the online courses, we just want the most revenue. And yes, the more you can charge is obviously going to help, um, but you don't want to kind of, the individual thing doesn't matter as much. It's like, what can I price this for that's going to generate me the, the most revenue? So that's a, a suggestion there. And also in the when you're speaking about pricing, here's a couple of things that, that I've found there. A lot of people don't pay as much as you want them to kind of thing, where like you might be thinking, and also when you do the, the pricing as well, the way I phrase that is I'm like, Marcia, and tell me like slam dunk price. Don't tell me what you've seen other people do it. Don't tell me what you think it would be worth. Tell me, you get an email today, you open it. What would you buy it for? No brainer price. You don't need to check with your partner. You don't need to think about it. What's the no brainer, right? Mm. That's the price we want because otherwise someone's going to tell you, yeah, I'd pay 500 for that. But when you when you launch it, oh, no, nah, Jonah, it's just not a good time. Tell me about it later. You know, we... That means zero for us. We want to know what would that person pay right now. Right. That's fantastic. And considering the fact that you've already built it, it's hands-off. It doesn't involve you doing anything or if you don't have automation except for sending the email, right? I, so figured, I, figured, I, figured, that, I figured that part out, though. I figured the automation part out. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, in reality, it's already built. It's one of those things that we hear about from course creators and online folks that, you know, it can be sold in our sleep, right? It doesn't mm. take us to be involved with it. So yes. I love your pricing structure of making it right to that point where it's still a little bit, but it's enough where they don't think twice, yeah, right? Exactly. It's not, exactly. it, you wouldn't do yourself justice if you sold it for, for $27, yes. but yeah. at the same time, you know, where is that price point that they would just automatically go, that's worth it. I'll click that there. Exactly. So that's fantastic. Wow. Really juicy stuff. I have had, I've had people on before and they say it in similar ways, but different ways. And, you know, oh, you got to have video or, oh, you've got to be, you got to look professional or have someone edit everything. You don't, not for the first version of it, right? If Correct. it becomes a top seller, then remodel it, refresh it, you know, 100%. put new videos in. 100%. Yeah, I should um, expand on that. The course now is not just the ebook, right? I've gotten better at creating <laughs> the courses, but it was at least that for a couple of years. I would have made a couple hundred thousand dollars just off the, the ebook. And then I actually had money to make it look better and to invest in better equipment and, and that sort of thing there. But that, that's probably my biggest advice when starting off, bootstrap it as much as possible. And any money you've got, spend it on the marketing to make more money back. And then it gets to a point where you're like, well, I can't really spend any more on marketing. So now I've got this money coming in and I can either keep it myself or I can make it look better or yeah, but that, that's probably my biggest tip. Bootstrap it so you can spend every dollar you got on the marketing. Wow. Wow. Jono, this is, this is great. This is exactly what we need. 
And I know we could probably go on forever and um, we are coming close to time, but one more question. Who should be doing a course and who might not be it, have it be best fit for? (laughs) Okay. That's a whole other podcast topic, right? But I'll, I'll try and summarize that in 30 seconds or less. Um, so there's two, I'll share two things why my courses have been so successful. And I think if someone listening can hit these two points here, slam dunk, do the online course, right? Number one was I had a very defined niche. It was a course just for personal trainers, right? So powerful because it's so easy to find them. You know, what whether I'm using Facebook ads, LinkedIn, SEO, organizations, so easy to find that that. Uh, person there and so easy to tailor the the course content to that exact person there right it's Mm. a lot harder if you just say now i help course creators but it's way harder because it's not it's just it's not as defined it's not as specific both on the marketing and the delivery so that's Mm. number one there's got to be a defined niche there yeah number two a proven demand so i created my online course i'd been attending uh, these court, these workshops and 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 whatnot for the past two years. I'd been to you know ten of them in the past kind of two years, and everyone I went to, there was 15, 20 other personal trainers there that were paying five hundred dollars for it. I didn't just make it up and be like, oh, I think this will be a good course for personal trainers, and I think they should pay five hundred dollars for it. I knew there was demand. I knew the pricing. I just knew I needed to get my slice of the pie and coming there with something a little bit different. So they're probably the two things there. If you've got a, a defined audience, ideally like an occupation helps really well. Um, and if you know there's proven demand for it, see you later, bye. Get that online course together. If you don't have, you got to at least have one of those things. If you don't have either of those things, I wouldn't create, or you can create an online course for a bit of fun and learn some stuff or whatever. But in my opinion, it would be very hard to to run a, to make a million dollars a year if you don't have those those two things there. Fantastic, and I think that answered the question with that story because you have to have a, a proven opportunity and know that opportunity. So, I mean, if you're in business, you should know a little bit about your ideal customer and the target and the problems yeah. they have, and therefore you're providing the solution. And I think that today's economy. I was talking to someone recently. Um, And we were talking about the instant economy. We were talking about the fact that everybody wants it from Amazon, but they want it yesterday. So I want two hour delivery or I want overnight delivery. If it's going to take 10 days, I don't want it. Right. So if you have valuable information listeners and you can deliver to your ideal client in an instant. Yeah. Why not? That's what they want. They want it right now. Exactly. And there's the, the best part as well, it's funny being in Australia because a lot of people buy from the US. It's literally money while I'm sleeping. It's literally like I'll go to sleep at 8 p.m. I wake up the next morning. There's an email with a receipt, but also an email with, Jono, I bought your course. I binged it all day. It's the best course. It's so good. I did this and here are the results I've got. In that eight-hour period or 10-hour period since I've logged on and, and gone back on to work, someone's purchased the course, gone through the course, implemented the stuff, got the results. That's amazing for me. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That that is that is really the 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 sweet spot of online courses. And can I just say one one thing and confirm it or deny it, but you don't have to give away your entire life of oh. knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in your in your course. 
it's a mm. piece of it. And yeah. then guess what? You could probably do a second course and a third course to continue your teaching to these people. And then you end up with repeat customers. Oh, so yes, I have 40 online courses. Oh my God. Right? So <laughs> I didn't try and put all of that in my first course. I'd still be creating it now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And people yeah. would tap out because it's too much information. So yeah. love it. Yeah. And to be fair, I have been doing this for 10 years, you know, so, and it's me and a business partner and a lot of those courses are summits. And th- but either way, I've got at least 10 courses that I've personally done myself, you know, that, That's are, that are different. Yeah. 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 That's so fantastic. yes, 100%. Yeah. you know, what, what, a, what a joy to have you on the show. You've given us some real life you know, bootstrap style um, putting together, and my goodness, with with a handful of hours, you know, a couple of couple of hours here, a couple hours there, a weekend mm-hmm. to do some recording, you could have a course. Yeah, you could have a course. You too could have a course. So, yeah. wow, Jonna, where can listeners find out more about you and get some help building their own courses? Yes, so best place uh, on social media is my Facebook group. It's called the Course Creator Community. Um, it's actually the largest Facebook or one of the largest Facebook groups in the world for online course creators. So jump wow. in there. It's not just me. There's a whole heap of us that give tips and advice. Um, I've got a podcast as well, the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm not exactly Mr. Creative Ideas with the, with the name. So <laughs> start perfect. Course, right on point. Community. Um, and if you join that Facebook group or listen to the podcast, I've got a, a free course. What platform should you host your online course on? So if you're interested, I've got a link somewhere I can send it over. But either way, if you just go to my podcast or my Facebook group, click the link or I'll drop your email in and you'll you'll get it. Fantastic. Wow. Super valuable stuff. And I'm going there. Um, I think we all need to have this kind of thing, especially if you especially if you have an idea or a concept yeah. or um even a product. And how are you going to use this product or could you sell this product for somebody else? You know, yeah. I mean, there's just there's just layers and layers and layers of ideas that you can put a course to and get some money rolling in while you go to sleep uh, and wake up with happy, happy uh, uh, testimonials when you wake up. <laughs> I think yes. it's fantastic. Agreed. Great. All right, listeners, I hope you found a couple of ideas today you could put into your business that will help you be more profitable. And while you're at it, you know, hey, profitability is easy these days. If you want to do it in just 30 days. I can help you increase your profitability, your net profitability by 45%. Don't think it's possible? Check out my new training called the 30-Day Profit Booster. This quick, easy profit boosting strategy can be done without spending more on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Get more information at 30dayprofitbooster.com. Following Jonah's uh, uh, example here. So uh, by the way, while you're at it, Hit us up in the comments. Tell Jonah what you want to do, what you've tried, what you've succeeded with, even more importantly, what failed for you. Let us jump in those comments and and respond back to you. Ask him some questions. He'll be, I'm sure, quick to respond. And while you're at it, subscribe to the show. You don't want to miss future episodes. And as always, you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on this week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Jonah.